welcome to the Noble 8 podcast, State Reality. I'm Tom Barbelay, and once again, this is being recorded live on TalkShoe. I normally record the date, actually, when I say this is recorded live on TalkShoe, but um, this may take me a couple of days to edit. Anyway, it's um, still early March, I guess that's what you'd call it, 2010. Uh, but no doubt there'll be a day to catch the podcast when it's finally released. So, what's news? Well, um... I'll start with non-Noble 8 related news and then start talking about Noble 8. For the previous two Biod Lives, which I think it's been two Biod Lives since I last recorded an ape reality, obviously the big news is the new site, uh, which I've registered and am in the process of updating the, the functionality. This has been slightly more time-consuming than I originally anticipated, but also I have to reshuffle some other sites as well. I've maintained a, a history of only five active domains uh, on the internet, and that's always required either uh, removing or caching or moving and putting in forwarding uh, associated with the domains I maintain. It would be too easy uh, to maintain, you know, 12, 13, 14 different domains on the internet. And I think uh, what it does is it forces me to think about which domains I want to maintain and which domains I want to park or archive the material. So in this regard, creating the new domain has uh, required me to park and archive other domains. And the domain, in this case, is the I am Darwin domain. So that stuff has been moved onto uh, com as I posted out to folks in the uh, I am Darwin community about what they wanted to do, and I didn't get any responses. So just archiving the existing uh, link with the videos and then uh, pointing the domain through to that is what will happen with that. And then the new domain will uh, will be on that hosting. So I'm still organizing the particulars associated with setting up ELGG, which is the uh, the particular package that the new site will have. I guess the stuff associated with Biota was more really a debriefing associated with the motivation of uh, creating this new site in terms of it being, I guess, in some regard, a blank portal for the artificial life community. So that's going to be taking some time. It has already taken some time. It needs to be done. The, the need seems to uh, be echoed through communications in the community. In addition to this, I'm also teaching an Objective-C course currently with my employer, and this is one of the rare occasions that uh, I, I talk about my kind of, I don't know, 7.30 to 5.30 existence. It's become quite interesting how far, I guess, my career has diverged from what I do with things like Ape Reality and On By It Live. And in particular, you know, the uh, the day job, so to speak, has diverged from a lot of my additional interests. And I thought it was time to uh, start bringing some of these back in terms of what I do in my day job. And in doing the Objective-C course, I've been thinking a lot about ApeScript. And when ApeScript was developed, which I guess is about five years ago now, uh, when I first moved back to the US with my wife, I anticipated that it would be a C-like language, which is what ApeScript became. However, I think there's probably some benefit in um, changing it up a little bit, maybe uh, releasing ApeScript++ or something like that, uh, or maybe Objective ApeScript or ApeScript Objectified, or something like that, because I think uh, the potential for folks to actually develop meaningful uh, agent-based simulations with something like ApeScript may require a lot of the background functionality which you get through ApeScript to uh, 
be put in a slightly more object-oriented wrapper. For folks familiar with ApeScript, what enables you to do, aside from interrogating the various apes and their various interests, is also information like, you know, what, what food is available at a particular point and interfaces into the simulation environment, the biological simulation in particular, also aspects of the weather and, and these kind of things. But I think um, that interface was through a, a, a scalar kind of prompting. And I think as time goes on, if, if ApeScript is going to maintain a user base, it will be through something that's slightly more object-oriented, something that's slightly more receptive to contemporary languages. I mean, even in the past five years, you know, languages have changed a bit uh, in terms of the kind of new wave of programmers and what they're actually using. So it has been put to me in the past to use something like Python or something like this, which echoes John Klein's experiences with Brevet. John Klein moved Brevet out from Steve and I think put a Python interface to, to replace Steve. I'm debating that, but I think there's still a lot of strength in the ApeScript model and it's very, very thin in terms of very thin access to the simulation. That's still a motivating factor with regards to the continued development of ApeScript. So what I anticipate doing is probably in the next couple of months, when I'm not writing extensively, uh, <laughs> actually taking the existing ApeScript code and starting to think about how it might look as an object-oriented or more object-oriented interface. And also, in Objective-C in particular, in the Apple Cocoa implementation, you get a lot for free. A very minimal amount of code will give you a lot of additional functionality. And I tried to do that with the initial ApeScript implementation, but I think there are other ways that I can do it. And I'll talk more about that in probably a couple of ApeScript-specific ape realities coming up in the, in the near future as I go through these modifications. In addition to this, the two-window Noble Ape development still has a series of bugs. And uh, as you listen to this narrative, you probably get a sense that I have a lot of stuff going on currently. And I kind of periodically come back to the two-window implementation and write fixes for more of the bugs that I'm seeing. But... What you have to appreciate with the Noble Ape simulation is the four-window interface, which is the interface that existed prior to what's gone back to the two-window interface, had probably about a year's worth of testing and implementation around it. And the two windows are only, well, they're relatively modern. I want to say less than six months uh, in terms of actual interface. So I'm anticipating they'll find things just through general use. They haven't also been released formally. There's not been a, a two-window version of the simulation out uh, yet. And I think that's something that I'm working towards. At the same time, I want the same kind of stability uh, that existed with the four-window interface. I did move uh, some carbon code in to handle the open and save dialogues on the Mac. And I'm going to be doing similar modifications on Windows to get the Windows version up to speed. In terms of time frame, really my writing commitments and getting this new artificial life community site online seem to be my priorities currently, but I, it seems to be a common narrative in ape reality. I do like returning to noble ape development as a something to kind of juxtapose whatever I'm working on in, in parallel. And I think particularly with the writing commitments, noble ape development will get some uh, additional work just so I can... Uh, do something other than writing text, which I think is becoming, uh, I don't know, something that uh, <laughs> seems to dominate a lot of my free time. But teaching this Objective-C course has got me thinking again in terms of the strengths of ApeScript and how to repackage ApeScript into something that other folk might be able to use, and also just a, 
a new type of interface for folks who want to start playing with the simulation. The recent graphics redevelopment, particularly movement into two windows, has got me thinking more about the node light simulation as a as a dynamic interface uh, rather than something which is purely represented through the, the graphics or even the command line, something which uh, can be changed and manipulated through something like ApeScript. And yeah, listen for more on that in future Ape realities, because I think it'll be a, a mode of thought which will uh, certainly come through the discussion associated with ApeScript. So this has been a particularly brief Ape reality, perhaps a somewhat standard rambling Ape reality. But I hope the next Ape reality will come around the time of the launch of the new site, and I'll be able to talk a little bit more about the particular Noble Ape instance on that new site. There will, I think, be a, a feed associated with podcasts coming from that. Obviously, Gerald Dewing's Darwin at Home podcast will also be in that feed. I also anticipate recording uh, more podcasts through this new site, similar to what I've done with Biota, the Biota podcast. I anticipate that there'll be another podcast through this new site, probably a similar format that seems to be coming through all these uh, <laughs> all these mediums in terms of, well, in ape reality, it's a shorter talking podcast, but my feeling is probably with the new site, it'll be a similar hour, hour and a half style format, multiple guest participants talking about their projects and the thing that I really want to come through this new site is a sensible and actual means of collaboration because that hasn't really been possible to date in, in kind of tool form. It's been possible in terms of, uh, as I did with Larry Yeager's Polyworld, kind of downloading the source, doing the development, putting the stuff back together. But in terms of actively tracking and assisting with this kind of collaboration, my hope is that this new site will if not carry tools explicitly, at least give the kind of interfaces that will allow for this collaboration going into the future. It's an exciting project, but it's turning out to be a lot of work, uh, as I'm sure you'll understand. And uh, when it launches, things such as the kind of historical legacy, if nothing more, that these ape reality podcasts have captured may be uh, applicable to, to folks who are exploring the site for the first time. So if you are listening to this podcast... As it's recorded now, uh, coming through this new site. I'm still a bit hesitant to release the domain name or any additional information associated to that until it's at least in a beta stage. From the kind of beta stage, I'm more than happy to actually talk about the site. It does have a slightly catchy name, but all these things are defined after the fact in terms of whether or not the name will be picked up and utilised. My hope is just through the strength of the contributions and the... Uh, the positive energy that the artificial life community has uh, has given, you know, Biota historically and other things that I've been a part of, that this will come through this new site too. Tom Barbley in Las Vegas, Nevada, signing out. Thank you very much for tuning into this ape reality. Look forward to you tuning into the next ape reality. <laughs>